Welcome back, everyone, to Web3 Weekly, the most relatable and reliable Web3, crypto, and decentralized technology podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I am blessed to be joined with Dr. Doge, or the legend, as some might call him. And we're doing something different today. We're doing a little a video, a video interview. Uh, I'm extremely excited just because with everything Dr. Doge does, I want to be able to I want to be able to show uh, what he's doing, especially inside VR and inside of the metaverse. And I wanted to be able to be able to give you all a uh, visual uh, showing of what uh, he does instead of just audio with the regular podcast. So, yeah, I guess without further ado, we might as well just go ahead and start. Doge, do you mind to uh, kind of give yourself a basic introduction of who you are, what you do, maybe a little story about yourself? And uh, if you if you don't mind, just what should I call you? Should it be Dr. Doge or? Yeah, yeah you can call me Dr. Doge. Yeah, I'm definitely. Awesome. A, yo, thanks, Michael, like for having me here on the show. This is awesome. And uh, anytime I get the opportunity to kind of show what's going on, like this kind of stuff, I'm, I'm always down uh, for it. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, just a little, little base introduction. I'm Dr. Doge. Dot you know, a lot of people know me. Um, I've been around, I guess, in this space, eh, crypto, give or take a uh, little over two years, you know, NFTs about the same time kind of got into them hand in hand. But pretty much I just I do VR stuff, man. Cool building worlds, putting them together inside of VR, uh, making digital twins of like if someone has a Decentraland build like Crypto Nova, we brought that inside of here. Just pretty much your go to when it comes to VR. I'm I'm experimenting. That's what I like to do, man. Just going on from there, and uh, that's what I've been doing for. I'm a DJing for a little bit, just part of that that's game. Yeah. yeah. What what Definitely. is DJing like? Like how was it? Like especially with like the New Year's parties and stuff. Like, what did you do for that? Did you DJ? Oh, so we didn't know they had like actually like lots of other. I'm not even like a, a DJ, like anything like that. I was just saying uh, DJing and like with the I'm a DJs, the voids, the aliens. But uh, no, we do have some guys that's in there that do DJ work, and they had a bunch of live shows that were here. Now that's insane. Even I say like it, not doing DJ work, but I can. We have tables that could pull out. You could do pretty much all of that on the go. But it's a thrill, man. It's insane inside of here. Once you get, I don't want to say how can I put it. It's like experience because it's all spatialized. Like everything is the 360 audio. You have the yeah. lights, you have everything. It's pretty much no, not say no different than being at a real thing, except you're not at the real thing. You know, you got it all. It's just there within the headset. But once you spend time in the VR, it does. It starts to become where it's like sometimes it can blend. You know, you might have to, oh, wait, peek out the side and like, oh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still in the real world. But yeah, yeah. No, no, especially uh, like VR is continuing to grow as well as the metaverse. So it's just becoming something like people are so immersed in, uh, you could say like long yes. like fake worlds or worlds that are yes, being yeah. created. It, it's kind of cool to see like how much that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. VR has become like a part of like regular life or even just like video games and stuff. It's mm -hmm. it's super cool. Yeah, there's but, like um, and it's too, it's it's lots of stuff. Like you could look at it like that, whether it's the tools, whether it's game, because it is. There's people that come in here, 
strictly to make tools just for other stuff to help make people's lives easier, whether it's bringing avatars and you got one literally porting games in. So definitely, yeah, you, you hit that on the nail. Yeah, and um, especially like another reason why I was so excited to have you on the podcast is just because I wanted to hear about like your obviously role with uh, I'm a DJ and stuff like that, but also want to learn more about just like you personally and a lot of or you like we mentioned earlier like off off the pod we talked about like that you were a veteran. Um, can you kind of uh, talk about a little bit about that, especially like your past before you uh, hopped so deep into oh, the definitely. metaverse and stuff? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So for sure, yeah. Before I was even in this kind of metaverse stuff, like my real life back profession, whatever you call, I was in the army. I was an engineer and uh, pretty much joined up, and I was in that for a good better part of six to seven years. And um, 2013 to 2014, did a tour to Afghanistan. And uh, that was, like I said, it was pretty eye-opening, man. It, it's my time in the service really let me see the rest of the world. You know, not not everybody got that chance. I know everybody's got different takes on military and this and that. But, yeah, it was good times and it was bad times. You know, probably a lot more bad times than the good. But, you know, it was still an experience. And uh Pretty much what I did there, just heavy equipment operating. And um, yeah. about a year after that, came home, got diagnosed with the testicular cancer, and that kind of shut that out the water and ended that career. But yes, I mean, that opened up a whole new door to all of this stuff, you know, a new yeah. world I never would have uh, imagined even being into a few years ago. What, what would you say, <laughs> like, was some uh, important things you learned from being a part of uh the army and like being a veteran like what do you think you learned from that valuing valuing what we have like that's my biggest thing man to be honest like one of the biggest things i I got and that was a i guess you say really stuck with me was just you know some things we take for granted just even being here something as simple as like a roll of toilet paper or a pack of chewing gum right you can go in and get that think the really first time that got to me and like really it it hit we were getting ready to go into a convoy and they had the locals that would like help us they'd help us load down equipment and actually transport some of it you know and dude it was freezing out and a lot of the like the afghanis the locals bro they'll come up they don't have like cold weather they don't have no carhartt jet you know they're out there and like little the robes and like flip-flop stuff like that like still you know basic scars but like not stuff to sustain cold and i'm like bro i'm looking at him in his hands and stuff he's grabbing these cables and like they're getting cut up dude like no gloves i'm like no fuck that he here take these gloves dude he like looked at me and like dude we both we both like broke down in tears because he's like are you serious like no no i cannot take it like he he didn't want to take it and like once he ran i was like no bro like it's like definitely you need these like he was beyond grateful just for that like and you know it was kind of in that moment i'm like yo no no matter whatever i got going on there's there's people way out here where you just pass through you see some of this stuff going through and it's like yeah take everything take don't don't take life for granted by far yeah we've we've got it made even in the worst of times here that's a fact so yeah i I think i think that's a real that's a super that's a super important uh thing to live by especially with like what we're doing right now is we're having a conversation yeah. online, like using technology that like yep. some people in this world are still like, are yep. couldn't even, couldn't even imagine being able to like afford being uh, 
like having an online conversation just because all the technology we're using and stuff like that. So yeah, t- being able to understand what we have, especially in a first world country is, it kind of, it makes you take a step back and be like, wow, like we are lucky, even though some days might suck, if that makes sense. It, it, it does. Like, and that's, that's probably my biggest and one of the most valuable, like I've learned from that, just experiencing a lot of, I say a lot of it, but a good portion of it, you know, and it's like, even in the countries that aren't, as like the third world, you know, even some of the way the modern ones are just the way that they view Americans, you know, it's like completely different than what they say on the news or the TV and how they look, you know, some places you look down and they're like, huh, what are you doing in my, you know, like, and it's like, they won't, but they'll, they're stuck up about it. And then you'll have ones that are like, yeah, come, come, come to my house. Like you want some, you want lunch? Like, what's up? Let's get some drink. You know? And it's like, it is. It's that's that's a positive too. Just seeing different cultures, just meeting different people, seeing how the whole rest of the eight billion people, or at least a fraction of them, live. Besides just what's here, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it it really makes you think, and it really makes you appreciate yeah. everything. But um, especially with like stuff you've you've gone through with maybe the the being in the military and stuff like, especially with your personal life, like. How has your battle with testicular can- testicular cancer been? Like, has that is that hard? And like, how's how's been going through that? And maybe a better question would be like, has your like you immersing yourself into this Web three world like helped you with that? Oh, dude, like most definitely. So when when I was first diagnosed, like I said, about a year after coming back, um, I fought with that for a good two years, man. Every other day, getting through, sitting in there doing chemo, you know coming back getting pumped in and then pretty much when i was cured and they gave that all clear around the end of 2017 like it was i don't want to say it's like living on edge but there's always that thought like okay is it gonna come back you know and it's like trying to trying to get back and eating healthy and not even just doing that but like continuously keeping on that track like all right maybe i should stop drinking two or three cokes a day you know drink more water you know probably shouldn't have that shot maybe i should stop dip you know just things like that. it does so like that now it's it's clear i've still been good i haven't had no health issues here in a few years now so i mean that thank god like it's i'm positive and blessed for that but it's it has been like it's definitely coming into here on those days where it's been stressed out like where i get those panic attacks and it's like i could put the headset on and like within a few minutes i might have the shakes and they're going you know what i mean like just experiencing it and then there's some days like I'll get in and I'm not even like I'll pop on the headset and that might sometimes like start one almost, you know, I might get that little weak hands and it's just kind of, but overall, man, it, it's been positive. Like having this web three, having the whole community in the space to just reach out to, there's a lot more people like with situations, you know, you have people similar to like when I was in the service, like now I have access and the means and there's this place and stuff that can reach out to everybody in the world again. You know what I mean? And that, that is a great thing. And I've loved about web three that when I first got into it, yeah, man, that pandemic hit, it was still kind of coming off of there. Like just having been a good year into clean being cleared of cancer and like, yeah, it was, it was rough. So then just finding a whole new group of people like that, that bond over with, you know, do all this stuff, have the same sharing memes, just screwing, you know what I mean? It's the, it's the, it's the spirit of it. And I, I loved it. That I, I t- it was hooked. I dived right in, especially in finding VR. Yeah, it's like a whole new aspect to it that many people just don't even realize is there. Yeah, especially the the community at like aspect you just talked about. 
I think that's why a lot of people have gotten into this world. It's just because like you scroll through, you could say like crypto or web yeah. Twitter, and it just feels like there's always people talking. There's always people in Twitter spaces piled in, just yep. having, just having just basic conversation, just kind of being a part of something. That's why a lot of people even like maybe join NFT collections or be a part of them just because they want to be a part of a community. I mean, as humans, we're, we're social creatures, yeah. or that be in person or online. We just want to be a part of something. And uh, I, th I think that's another reason why I'm kind of an advocate for Web3, just because it can bring people together. And if, if something is bringing people together, it's it's good. It's positive. Well, maybe maybe some things might, maybe some groups <laughs> might, 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 be, might be not positive, but if people are coming together and it's in it for a positive reason, I fully support that. But talking about some communities, um, obviously you're a part of a lot of communities inside the Web3 world. Um, do you want to talk about maybe some of the communities you've been a part of and kind of how you got to join them? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so for sure, for sure. So basically, I mean, obviously main one is I'm a DGN, the voids, you know, they're here. That's that's my main go to. So really got me into the 3D side of the Web3, you know, and um, I'd say like actual like as far as being into and a part of, I guess you'd say not even hold. I'm a holder of uh, the desk as well. There's quite a few that's there. But man, to be honest, a lot of them, it's like I don't know if you'd call it like honorary, but it's just like I managed to get in and like have connections just from like helping them test out models. You know, like some of the gang from Clonex, you know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Vega Genesis or not. Um, if you've seen him around, like, you know, met him early on when the clones first dropped their models and got some of them helped up and in here, figured out how to get them uploaded and just different things like that, like Cyber Kongs. Uh, we've got some of the board apes and some of the community members there. Um, Spotty Wi-Fi, like we've done some work and I've got his models in and still getting those optimized. And it's kind of like that's pretty much just how I've gotten in, not necessarily as being the holder, but just being able to help and reach out, you know, offer assistance. Like, Hey, y'all need help getting into the metaverse. Like just reach out. We're here. And yeah, so a lot of yeah. them have. Yep. What type of like, when, when, if, like when you are talking to maybe a community or a, a perspective, like a NFT collection and you're offering them your help, like what do they, what do they, what do they need help with? Like what's the most important, what's, yeah. What do they need help with pretty much when they talk to you? Well, a lot of times it's actually just figuring out, okay, what's the first step to actually having that rigged model, right? Brought into a metaverse or VR setting, right? Because there, there is there is differences that comes in between just having a, a rigged model that you could pop out and, you know, bring into place and do renders with. And then it's a whole different thing to have one that goes like this that moves you can move the fingers when you're in vr to make it an actual avatar so a lot of the times it's like that like if there's people where you see stuff and they need help like hey what's going on there how does this supposed to be rigged up you know am, am i doing something wrong in this side how can we actually make the collection get into the point of not just being rigged but being rigged being able to be used as an avatar and stuff like that and that's pretty much how i guess you'd say i guess what i do along yeah. those lines or you know besides that just uh if they need a set or something built anything like that or a little commercial or just content made in general like that's that's what i do i'll pop something and get their models in and pop it into here into vr and do whatever i need to go with like it's, yeah yeah it's in this platform in particular it makes it easy to be able to do stuff like that just because it's all 
inside, like all of it. You know, so again, for anybody too that's watching, this is what like when I'm looking now inside of here, like you see, I see this is me. Like I see this is how I'm able to talk to people and do all of that stuff. I have the Discord. I've got like my OBS capture and everything. Um, there's that. I could go to any different links like Twitter if I needed to look through, like you know, different things like that. And so pretty much it would just be a matter of like showing them how to bring in this. If they needed to help, uh, I, I give you an example. Check this out. This isn't for anybody in particular, but this is, there we go. <laughs> this is just kind of an example of like, if they need something done, if it's like setting up a scene, recording, I do this, import. And now I am importing uh, a complete model of, I think this is the McDonald's. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. McDonald's oh, wow. with a drive-thru. <laughs> and now I could just scale this thing up and then do texturing to it. And then within a matter of like five minutes, we'll have a McDonald's here. Like that's the kind of stuff that, you know, makes it doable if people need that. Even yeah. if it's not just avatars, just, you know, in general guidance, you know, no different than like we're doing here. A lot of people have no clue that this stuff is even possible, you know? They still think mm -hmm. that VR is like Horizon Worlds or you know along those natures stuff that's that's like that. But it's yeah, it's 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 well advanced. Like I mean, there's a whole, <laughs> and I could take even from inside of there. I could just take and once it's all finished and like set up, you could go through. And this might seem advanced to some, but if you were in VR and you were just like, yo, I'm hungry. I want McDonald's from Uber Eats. I can have the screens in here to where it links out and you can just click from in VR and order your Uber Eats. And, that would and be so cool. It. Yes. Yeah. No, like that, uh, that stuff like that wild. has me, stuff like that has me not only blown away, but just then I'm just excited for what the future can bring, if that makes sense. Yes. So I think uh, yep. like a lot of people are similar to, uh, me or you to where they're they're pro VR and they want to learn more about it and they're not like anti-metaverse they, they just might not know yeah. that much and they want to learn more can you kind of explain where or where you are right now and kind of what uh you're doing just like a basic yeah. beginner's guide to what you're doing right now definitely so for anybody that's not familiar or are familiar, if you do have VR headsets or the Oculus or anything, this is Neo's VR. This is essentially a, it's both. It's a, you can you definitely call it a metaverse, um, but you can also hop into here on a desktop or PC or laptop or whether that's in a VR headset. And essentially it is a hybrid engine. If you're familiar with Unity or you know Blender, Unreal Engine, that's what this platform uses. So essentially, like my whole surroundings right now, where you're at, is a world that I put together completely in VR, just using assets, like whether that was from Sketchfab, the community, different people that's out there, and like, hey, test this, you know, let's make something with this, and you just. Put it in here. You can create your whole entire world in this metaverse, like in this platform in general. Now, there's tons. There are a lot of them out there. You have, you know, I'm familiar with uh, your VR chat. You've got 
uh, Somnium Space. You've got, um, what else is it? A lot of the other ones, I guess, in Web3 that you're familiar with, uh, The Sandbox, Decentraland. You've got Spatial. You've got, you know, a lot of people are now considering on cyber to be, it is a metaverse because now they're starting to allow avatars and stuff to come in. Um, and each one of these places are unique. Not not every metaverse, as they would call it, is going to be VR capable. You know, you're going to have some that are strictly on desktop or web-based, you know, um, along that nature. But I'd say a good 80% of them that are out there now in these platforms are VR capable in some sense. Whether now that might not be as fully advanced as NEOS, which is, I'd say, the closest one to here would probably be VR chat and top two, even up there and even top three, I'd say, and it's not even really com competition because each one's is their own like Somnium space. It's another wild. You can pretty much build whatever you want. You know, albeit you would need unity. You need that outside source. You could still upload and bring things that you'd put in there. But a lot of people look at that and view it as more of the, um, how could you say it? The financial or the, the, um, the the metaverse that's uh the, the where the economy and the metaverse is right that's it because they do a lot of stuff with businesses they have the partnerships with like the Vinkelvall or the 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 Voss twins from the Gemini and stuff like this um they have their own token the currency uh Somnium cubes and it's doing pretty well like you know albeit you can't just hop in there and you know whip out a car like this here but you they definitely have like the vehicles and it it stands out because it is a completely open world when you load into it for the very first time they have the parcels so you would pretty much whereas this one's free you don't have to pay you can come in here and make whatever you want for free insomnium space you can still roam around and partake but if you wanted property you would have to buy a parcel you know similar to sandbox or something like that but a lot of people that have these parcels are actually like businesses, bro. You'd be surprised. Like IBM has parcels that like a lot of the places for advertising because you can set up billboards and like they'll get revenue. So if I guess what you'd say, like tracking different things like this that are on items, like the code that's lined, like if somebody interacts with that sign or if they interact or if they're looking at it, you know, for long enough or if they pass by it, the code says, okay, well, look, this is how much foot traffic or whatever comes by it. And that's what sets like that apart from this metaverse. You know, they're all VR. Mm -hmm. There's okay. a lot of them out there, but each one kind of has their own unique way they run, right? Like one might be more of a, um, you know, uh, economic hub. Then you've got one that's like Decentraland. There's tons and tons and tons of you know events always happening inside of Decentraland. You know, lots of people when it comes to wearables, they got that different thing. Same difference, no different than like spatial. More of like a meeting place, kind of a chill, laid back. You can still build stuff, but it's it's in a web browser. You know, it's doing stuff like that, so it's still not capable of all that. But I guess if anybody was getting into this, definitely dive into something if something looks nice to you check them out like you know not everybody's gonna like everyone or be able you know to run them all so just definitely a good advice like try them try them out at least once yeah see what you like you know there's tons of tutorials out there just if you've got no clues even in like i'll have if y'all have me and followed on twitter if y'all know me reach out and i'll gladly i'll help out too we got a lot of people that will yeah it's uh it's wild times i 
I definitely suggest everybody dive into VR for at least a little bit. Like, even if it's just not even playing games, just whatever. The way you could do stuff with it, just whether it's meetings like this, coming in through, just using stuff, using just browsing different things like that, whatever. You could use it for so many different reasons other than just like, People get the idea, oh, it's just for gaming. Oh, you just go in there and do and it's not. You know what I mean? There's so many uses for it. It's it's nuts. Yeah, uh that just just kind of goes back to the growth of VR too. Like there's so mm -hmm. many people that are testing it out. There's so many people that continue to uh just like see if they like it. Cause you're not gonna you're not gonna understand it. You can you can watch you can watch this podcast, you can listen to it, you can try to understand. But until you fully dive into VR, until you put that Oculus on, mm -hmm. uh, you won't fully get it. But it's definitely something, just I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, or kind of at the beginning, but I think VR has an insane amount of growth potential just because uh, more and more people are using it. And there's so many things you can do. Um, yep. But we'll see. I think, I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's very exciting for the future of VR. Like, yes. I'm going to... I'm gonna be keeping my mind on it or keep my eye on it. I think a lot of I think the the audience should as well, just because yep. it's uh it's something that it can, it can go anywhere. It can, it can it is, be, like you said. It, yeah, it can be put in our lives like with anything. Yep. Um, anything. Yeah, but I, I do. It, yeah, hmm? I do want to know like what's your uh like opinion on the future of VR, the future of the metaverse, the future of like fake worlds, like I mentioned earlier. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, I guess it's some people might think I'm biased or whatever, based however, because I've been here for so long. But no, I do. Um, I guess I could describe this as this is a good question because there's so many people that are on the fence of AR is going to take over VR, right? It's going to be more of a use case for AR than a VR. And I mean, I don't short term, I can very much see that just because of simply hardware alone right not even nothing to do with software and how that goes but i see it playing a big part in literally being everybody eventually is going to have a vr headset in their household that in some kind of an ar device right now that's not to say that it's going to be more or less you know useful or coming into play in the future than ar is but this is how i look at it you can now even take scans of your whole entire house and put it inside of here, right? Wherever that, that it's at. If you're needing a place to go, let's just say, I don't know, anything, testing, research, development, multiple people around the world, being able to bring in a digital twin of having anything and doing that within a headset like of this nature, it's it's different. It is different than putting on a set of AR glasses and seeing that in the world around you because it's still, you know, digital copy. But I definitely see VR playing a major role, I guess, not not just in like regular everyday people, I guess, consumer stuff, but more in bigger companies using it as tools for not just training, but actual like working. I mean, yeah. We're looking at stuff like this, and I know this is probably a long shot. It's whatever. You see people already nowadays, they're controlling. This is whatever, fine lines of it. But you see them controlling drones, different things like this already through headsets in places around the world. We're getting into that, you know, level of space travel where, all right, we're sending shit across to the, excuse my language, my bad. But we're sending stuff to the moon, and it's unmanned, right? Now, imagine when they're starting to send actual those those manned ones but 
with stuff that could be controlled through a headset, right? You know, instead of putting a man on the moon for the first time, send one of those Tesla bots and you could just fully control it to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's things like that, that you could go through and do that's not necessarily capable of being done with augmented reality. I'm sure you could, but you won't have that same functionality as like this. And I mean, that's just like one aspect of definitely future side of it, but yeah, where we're going now, it's not it's not a software issue. It's nothing. It's it's more of a hardware, like the chips, everything in mm-hmm. probably was going to be stopping it for the next, like I'd say, a year or two for mass adoption. Yeah, just yeah. for like everybody. But and especially with like mass adoption, it really comes down to making things simple, and yep. so you can, uh, if when you make it simple, more and more people are able yep. to onboard, more and more people are able to test it out and. That's what a lot of people are doing in the Web3 world, like yourself. Um, I, I recorded a podcast with him last week, Crypto Novo. They're really yes. helping. You all are really helping onboard people, helping make things simple. Can you kind of talk about um, your relationship with Crypto Novo and how you've kind of worked to help onboard some people to this world? Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah. So um, I've known Crypto Nova for a while now, like even from the early days of the voids. I mean, he's one of the first like crypto punk that was really using his, his IP. And uh, <laughs> oddly enough, like through VR, like that was where it was. He was also one of the first people that got his voids into Somnium space. And uh, from there, kind of I did take over, I guess you'd say, and branched off into the VR side more. He went in, you know, with the VaynerMedia, he's got all that. And it's pretty much... I'd say about four or five back in July, yeah, um, of this year again, too. We kind of linked back up and started, you know, he was diving more into it. We started with the show. He was seeing kind of what was possible. And uh, from there, yeah, it was like you said, just getting him onboarded, walking him through the setup of, you know, he had had a VR headset, but never really, you know, used it. He'd seen what was possible. And, uh, man, it was really just a matter of one night we we got off the show and uh, he was like, all right, I think I'm going to hop in. All right, now I've seen it up, like just what's going on. And like, I walked him through it. Like, all right, here's what you need. Just download the Oculus, uh, the software for here, the client. You know, just once you've got the headset connected, it's pretty much just as simple as downloading Neos or whatever else you got. And, it's, you know, hopping on in. And um, I mean, throughout the show, when we'd never really, like on Wednesday nights, when we'd have it, pretty much we'd have live skits and we'd have segments where we would come through and we'd be pumped out live to everybody. And we would do those like, live onboarding so if we'd have people that would come in they'd have people from groups or whatever it might be their first time in vr and we would do it live right there on the show like they'd pop in on desktop and then go from being on desktop to being into vr like in a matter of like moments you know and it was kind of that was a good thing because his platform and you know everybody knew him too at the time i was still i'm still not even relatively known but it was a good I guess, method of, of being able to get new people's eyes on and see how it goes. And I mean, like I said, yeah, Novo, man, he's a great person. Nothing but love and respect for him because uh, it's been helpful beyond imagine just teaching things that I'd had no clue about, especially when it comes to like doing live shows, stuff like I'd streamed before, but never in a setting such as like that. You know what I mean? We had actual down to like the scripts, the shows, what was going on. It was a full show, like Saturday Night Live style thing we still go through doing. So, I mean, that was a, that was a huge plus. And I guess one way we would, would onboard people, you know, just from, from our side yeah. of it. Yep. It, it always, it's, it's very fun to like collaborate with people in this space, especially like you working yes. with Crypto Novo, especially if there's a common goal. 
uh, with yep. helping on more people, helping have a great show. It's just fun. Like this past summer, I worked with a plethora of people in the space to help promote uh, not only what they're doing, but just help people understand what's going on. And it's a great feeling to help people not be confused anymore, if that makes sense. Yes, no, yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of want to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out Crypto Novo. Great dude. Shout out Novo. He's really he <laughs> not only was he able to come on uh this podcast, but he's done a plethora of content to uh help push the message of web three and everything. But um yes, I can't wait to see what he does in the future and what what oh, yeah. he eventually turns into. But talking about the future, what does the future look like for you? What does the future look like for Dr. Doge, what are you trying to uh, accomplish, maybe in the near or far out future? Definitely, like I said, like I said near term is definitely, uh, I mean, it's always everything. Finding this here, it's like now that we've got, now that I've got you know, going, if you would say as much, um, finding more people to work with, you know, getting definitely. There's a lot of people, like you just said, in the space nowadays that's, that's that's starting to see what's capable of being here in VR. And like now with this year, year, I definitely just want to have some kind of a, a platform, some some way to just onboard as many of these people as possible. I guess definitely finding a good way to making like stable income too for it. Like whether that's having some kind of a, a not even a project, a business, however you'd want to look at it. I've never been necessarily the kind that's like, oh, here, just pay me to do this. You know what I mean? But it's like that probably short term getting and helping a, a couple of these bigger projects, I guess I've, I've got my eyes on here. I'm seeing them coming, coming in. But ultimately, man, I have to be honest, I'm wanting to shoot a movie this this year, like some kind of a Ooh. VR, like a virtual, you know, kind of thing along there, along those lines. And I've done some things in the past, not like full on movies, but you know, we've done little little shorts and different clips, but we've done enough commercials for people and things like that, that I think, yeah, reaching out to some people in the community and seeing if they'd be on board and just something like that, maybe a little, a virtual reality short, like kind of related to the crypto space, you know, something along those natures, but from VR, I mean, there's so many projects that are capable of being in this kind of setting that, yeah. I think it would be kind of cool. So that's kind of a longer term goal, but yeah, definitely, man, I'm just going to keep, keep doing what we've been doing here and uh, going about at it. Cause it's been, even though the year ended, it's still been going like the last few months is picked yeah. up and like it. So I'm not going to drop off with that as it's kind of keeping on with those goals that I had there. And uh, we're getting close. Yeah. We're getting close, but <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm extremely excited to see what the future has, not only for you, but, kind of the whole the whole web3 community like as as a whole it's a it's very it's very cool to see it's very cool to think about like what can happen um but like before we do head out here i think not only would i be interested but the audience would be interested in kind of your world that's around you do you mind to kind of give a little tour of kind of what's around you before we head out here yeah dude definitely yeah so perfect so this is actually um thanks for like letting me show this too this is, um, let me see here where we are. All right, perfect. Uh, switch my cameras. So, yeah, so basically, this is one of my first worlds, and this is my home world. So, when I load into Neos, this is where I load into. Um, I kind of had it like as a little snow resort playing around. Oh, that's that's the 
That's the TARDIS that I added. It's an actual working, fully functional, multi-dimensional box. But yeah, essentially just added this. You could put it in here. You can go in. It's like a whole new little dimension. Oh, wow. uh, and that's just inside of that box. Like everything that you just saw is inside of this box. It's kind of like wow. a crazy, yeah, mini world inside. Like a wild of optical illusion. Yep, yep. Just like the, uh, it's like the real TARDIS from uh, Doctor Who. So pretty much a little little time travel machine, little spaceship. But uh, so yeah, there's there's uh, there's my dragon, which I didn't make by the way. This is my dragon. It guards it. Oh, I forgot to lock that mountain. But yeah, just like you seen that, like the mountains in the background, right? Everything here, because I was still setting it up. I could just take it. I could scale it. You could do whatever you'd like to it. Build it, move them around, have it snapped. Oh, wow. Going through. Yep. Same with this guy. You can go through, put them, scale them however you want. And then it gets even better. Like you've got, uh, this is just a car. Put some of the voids on. I was testing in a, and it drives. It's workable. Everything in here is, like I said, you could just hop in, close the door, hit drive. That's sick. Yep. You can go through the drive through if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, and then inside, yeah, like a lot of this stuff here, like that you'd see, like this building, this was just like grayed out a basic sketch fab model. And I come in and did textures and added all the other stuff to it. Um, let me see here. Post this right. There we go. All right. That's why it was it's kind of bright. All right. Now, pretty much, yeah, like all this. This is just models. So even though that guy's right there and he's like, he's me, he's blinking, that's an avatar. But I'm also right here. And that also Ooh. guy right there is that. But he's animated. Basically, they're just like in a state of like animated suspension. And now I can hop to them back and forth at will, just clicking on it. Or I could go between oh, wow. and different things. So like how this guy here is animated. He's sitting there uh, just using pretty much the motion capture tool just to do a little bit of that. But I could still hop inside of him and be usable, no different than this. And like the mouth moves, everything works, eyes, you know, no different than that. And just hop back. But when it comes to content creation and doing things along that nature, shooting clips, shooting film, shooting anything, right? Just pictures in general. I could just come into here, set up anything that needed to be set up, and then it's, you know, good to go. Um, kind of up here is where I have a little, I have <laughs> security cams all over the place that work. I could switch between the camera anchors, but this is like a little... If I'm doing gaming or streaming or anything like that, so I'll just come in here and pop down in the chair, and then now I could sit here. I could do whatever I need to do. I can move this thing and just use my big main actual, uh, like how I am here right now with this, and I could just have oh, this wow. screen up here. So yeah, so pretty much like if I'm here and I'm sitting there, it's like that, and then just going back, and then, so yeah, kind of along those lines, but so much that could be done, and this is just like one random of those worlds, and I have, let me see here, uh, worlds, worlds, my worlds, I've got quite a few here, so these are just like some that I was working on, 
uh, this one here, the Moon Club. I built this one a couple of days ago, and it is quick too. You can go straight to them, uh, especially once they're up, and like it'll focus doing. Here we go. All right, loaded. All right, now this is a whole completely different world than what was just that. And same thing, completely put together in here, inside of uh, VR. Let me see. There we go. Floating, perfect. Yeah. Like, even wow. to these here, like fireworks that you just, you could do this. Those could have been helpful for New Year's. Oh, it was. This is where we uh we did some shows. Oh, that's sick. Close, but yeah, up there, up at the very top, I've got that ring that's kind of just shooting. And they're shooting off fireworks as well that's up there. But basically, yeah, you had mentioned uh, like the DJ stuff. So yeah, this here, this is like a waterfall ramp I built the other day for it just to come into it. But this is the whole Nexus Club. There's Vega. Uh, this is one I was talking about earlier. That's um, also one of the Clone X. And I've got one of the Clone X models over here. He's motion cap too. But this is on the DJ table. And so everything that's inside of here that you can see, I've got that video actually coming, and that's what's playing up there. And I could pretty much just take that texture and put it anywhere, to be honest. Like, it it could go on anything I'd wanted it to. Um, any texture, for that matter, could go there. And, like, it, that's just another reason uh, I'd say, like, I, I don't know, man, I love this place. Just the things that you can do compared to any other VR setting, any other metaverse setting. It's just as easy as, like, popping out. Let me see. Now I can put it on the cup. Uh, I got to do some scaling. But, yeah. You see, even and then, see, put it up on the video on there. On everything. Uh, the bar, did I save it? No, I didn't save it. There we go. But, yep. This is That's so, so much, cool. So much I, I think it, it's just, it's very cool just to see what people have created. Like, just people's creativity is allowed to go crazy and anything can be done. Literally anything, yes. Like you just said, anything that you could imagine can be done, brought in, placed into here. It's like, it's just, uh, look at some grass. Like, this is a whole... Right here, let's go through here, put this, do a little <laughs> bit of that, and then now I can come to here, and like it's grass, I mean, you can set it wherever you want, anything you need, <laughs> you just put it up put on grass top. anywhere yeah. for no reason. For no reason. Uh, and there's like a whole, I mean, you see it, just this one little tool alone has all of this inside of it. So you could change whether it was from that grass to plants to anything, change the sides of it. I mean, it's you don't need any external software or programs like Unity. You could still use that. You could create things in Unity and do that and put it inside of here and too, but you don't need it. You know, mm -hmm. it's not, yeah. So that's that's a huge, huge, huge plus.
Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think I think expect just seeing that it can be a big uh kind of advertisement for hey, go check it out. Go check out VR. It's, yep. You can create anything. Just just have some fun. Be creative. You never know. You might create the next uh quote unquote Facebook of VR. The next yeah. world that's gonna, that everyone's gonna wanna hang out in. It's it's cool to see where the uh where the future can take you. Uh just do anything you want. Do just do what you want. Have some fun with it. You never know what can happen. That that's kind of the words I live by and I think everyone could have a little creativity and fun in their life. Oh, they can. They could definitely have a little bit of creativity and it's anybody can do it. Don't matter how old you are, don't literally you be eighty years old doing this. Literally could have seen some people up there. 70s and 80s. Uh, Isaac Gindy from Somnium Space. He's he's the ISG part. He's uh he's like 75, 70 something, and he's in there full body tracking, doing VR stuff. Runs a whole company in VR. Got yeah, wow. like it's nuts. Wow. Yeah, definitely. That's so. So, cool. but dude, yeah, this is this is awesome. Thanks for having me too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. no problem. I, I was just about to say, like Dr. Doge, I appreciate you coming on and taking time to show me and show the audience just a little bit more about VR because I think I think I'm gonna I think it's important to continue the kind of expression of what VR is and the people that are inside VR just to show that hey like it's not just something that people go to disappear and just put on a headset and just yep. kind of disappear from the real world real stuff's going on people are having fun communities are building from stuff like this and it's it's cool to see and it's going to be it's going to be crazy to see how it grows so but before we do oh, yeah. head out here um is if people in the audience want to continue to follow you and continue to uh watch what you're doing in this space yeah. where can they do that and how can they find you um you definitely uh so pretty much on uh twitter twitter is my the biggest place i'm basically at uh and you can at squarebush91 or if you just typed in drdoge.eth, I'll come up there as well if I'm not shadow banned. I know a lot of people might be, but uh, yeah. So, um, and whether that's in Neos, like if you're in the metaverse, most all platforms, I'm drdoge.eth across the board. So whether that's inside of Neos, via VR chat, Somnium, all, all over, Decentraland, yep. Pretty much just, yeah, drdoge.eth. And uh, you awesome. should be able to find me. Yes. Awesome. awesome. I'll also have the links to all that in the uh, description for for easy finding. But if you're watching this on YouTube or or on Spotify, wherever the video is posted, uh, I'll give you a little wave. Yeah, uh, thanks for watching. I appreciate it. If you're watching on if you're watching on Spotify or you're listening on Spotify, please feel free to give me uh, give the podcast five stars. It's very important to help us grow here. Uh, just because just for a smaller podcast, Web Three Weekly, when it gets that five star rating. It helps Spotify and all the other uh, listening platforms know, hey, it might be small, but people are enjoying it. People are getting information out. And feel free to tell your friends about it. Feel free to follow us on our social medias. It's at Web3 Weekly on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, pretty much any any social media. It's Web3 Weekly Pod. And um, feel free to send me a message. If you have any more guests that would like to come on, you think would be smart, even if you're listening to this right now and you want to come on. Feel free to uh, send me a message, you know, uh, and I swear I will respond. I'm always on social media, so you'll definitely get a response from me. So, Dr. Doge, thank you again. Uh, it means the world for you to come on and kind of create some content with me today. So, 
<laughs> yeah, I think we're going to head out here. Thanks for everyone that's watching, and have a great rest of your day. See you guys. Yo, much love, brother. Thank you. Thank you.